0: Wah, wah, wah.
1: I <laughs> my name. Wah,
0: wah, wah. Hello,
1: everyone. Hey, guys. It's Misa. It's Frankie. You've joined us in Soundtrack City. Uh, this is not going to be a usual episode for us, not in typical format, if you will. Um, this is actually Frankie's birthday week. <laughs> She's going to be old by the end of the week. So, we thought we'd do something a little different. Um, uh, what are we doing today, Frankie? You you actually got to decide what we were going to do for this episode. I did.
2: We had some different ideas, especially because we kind of took a hiatus, you know, with everything going on in the uh, world. Um, but I, we decided that it would be fun to do,
1: like, a walk down Frankie Lane, if you will. Yeah, sounds good. I have... <laughs> um, I have quite the list of memories. I don't know. I'm I'm interested to hear I'm interested to hear if you remember these. And I'm interested to hear what you remember that maybe I don't because my memory's not that great. Oh my god, shut up. Before we even start, let's just preface
2: by saying Misa has the memory of like an elephant. Don't they have like the best memories? But like times a thousand. She forgets nothing. <laughs> Nothing.
1: It's a curse. <laughs> this girl,
2: this girl can quote you. She can do it in your voice. She can do it with your facial gestures and everything. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> it's amazing. Um, this is not about me, <laughs> but I am. I think it'll be really funny to go through some of these memories with you. And to keep with the theme of soundtracks and to still incorporate music in this episode, we also decided to compile, or I decided to compile a list of songs that I share memories of Frankie with or that remind me of Frankie. And so throughout the episode, uh, when we bring up stories and stuff, we're going to bring up a few songs, kind of like the soundtrack to Frankie's life. (laughs) I feel so, like, important. (laughs) (laughs) so Frankie this is your life the soundtrack (laughs) I love it I love it
2: (laughs) okay so I thought it'd be fun to start with like One of my most memorable birthday memories. Um, And I don't know why this is always the one that I remember the best, but it was my fifth birthday party. And uh, I was living in Bryan at the time because that's where I was born. And we had all my family, of course, because I am Hispanic and have a huge family. So we didn't invite friends, it was just family at this little like, community type pool is where we had my birthday party that year and my aunt is like a year older than me and she got very jealous because one of my gifts she wanted it and she tried to drown me on my birthday and like held me underwater until I literally couldn't breathe and I was like vomiting and throwing up everywhere Um, And then my family was like, Oh, no, she's fine. She's fine. She's fine. And so we still stayed there, even though I sat on the side, because I was like, miserable and sick and had almost died.
1: Dude, this is one of the first things I ever learned about you when I met you. Do you remember? this? Yes, I do. (laughs) Because I still bring it because you know what I remember? I remember we were in Fox's room and it was okay by the way guys we're gonna mention chalks a couple times and he oh. was our amazing theater teacher in middle school we miss oh, him. Love him. love him love him he was the best um so mm-hmm. we were in chalk's room and i can't remember why but you brought like photo album of from when you were a kid so you were showing us your baby pictures for some reason or another and then you showed us this photo and it's like you sitting at like a picnic looking table with a bunch of other kids and everybody's in bathing suits and your hair was all wet and disheveled. And it was like a <laughs> candid photo. So you're like eating or something like that. And I remember, and you were like, yeah, that's me. And I was like, Oh my God, you're so cute. Um, and then I was like, why is your hair so crazy? And you were like, my aunt tried to drown me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what the fuck? And so then like, and then ever since then, it was your aunt, right? Yeah, it's my aunt, my aunt Kate, okay, yeah. <laughs> and so ever since then, every now and then, since then, you'll you'll tell me, you'll be like, oh my God, my aunt pissed me off, my aunt da 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 da. And the first thing I ask you is like, is it the one who tried to drown you? And it always is. <laughs> it always yeah. is. Kate, Literally. you's a bitch. <laughs>
2: and it's I think it's because we're so like I said we're a year apart and so we're very close in age um and so we definitely have more of like that sister relationship um I mean we grew up together and everything and she is she is a gemini if that says anything about her
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's crazy she's crazy (laughs) that is so Funny. Okay, so I, I know you'll remember this because this was a big deal. Um do you of course you remember. I'm not even gonna ask, do you remember? But um fucking summer before junior year. Okay. When you were dating Jenny. My 16th birthday. Yeah, your surprise party. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun. Ugh, maybe on your end. <laughs> I didn't have the best All time. I was drunk. So. Dude, I remember it was me, you, Jenny, Ashley Chiarelli, and it, it was like a fifth other person. It might have been Chris, but I'm not sure. And we went to the mall and we had to get Jenny to go away with you so that we could talk about the party and like plan the food and shit. And then you walked up in on our conversation and you were like, she, I guess she made you try something on. It was so, it was like a. It looked like a vest made out of yarn. And you walked up to us and you were like, why would I wear this? <laughs> and we really just needed you to go away. <laughs> so then I remember the surprise party because like at the time I had, I was already, me and him had already broken up, but it was this piece of shit guy that I had dated for a little bit. And yeah. he was still very like his best friend. Twin sister was one of your best friends, and so we were all really connected, and that's how we even met. Um, and so I remember like we we planned, I don't know whose house it was at first. Whose house was it at first? When it um, pregnancy? it was at Jenny's parents' house, okay? Jenny's parents, okay, yeah. And it wasn't too far from the no, fucking Thor Thumb house, yeah, from right. the, that, yeah. House. Yeah, from from that house, yeah, we could okay, yeah. walk, yeah, we could literally walk. Yeah, I remember that. And so then like we were there and I remember like everybody who had a car had to go move it away from the house so that you wouldn't see them parked outside when you drove up. And I was like, oh my God, you guys are paying way too much attention to this. First of all, did you know about the party at all? I had
2: no idea. And I don't know if you remember, but like I was like, are we going to do anything like to all my friends? And they were like, everyone had plans. And I was feeling really down.
1: Like, I had no idea. I was completely shocked. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, I think that was part of the plan. I'm pretty sure it was like, oh, I'm pretty sure it was. I cannot remember how the word got out. or I I think it might have been because we used to hang out so much that I think it was just a matter of Jenny pulled me into a room and said, hey, we're going to do this party. I'm pretty sure one of the stipulations was if Frankie asks about her birthday, just say you have plans. And I'm I was I remember feeling bad and I was like, She knows that I wouldn't like do that though.
2: <laughs> yes. And I was like crushed. Like I'm not gonna lie. I was like, what the hell? All my friends were busy on my birthday and I was like, It's my sixteenth birthday at that and I was feeling like real emotional and yes, like you said, like we used to spend pretty much every day together or like every other day during the summer. Like that's what we did. We hung out, we did whatever and like walked around the parks and hung out at the mall and Barnes and Nobles and stuff. And for us to not be together, especially on one of our birthdays, it was like, what the hell? And then for everybody to be busy, I was like, are you
1: fucking kidding me? I was really depressed. (laughs) Oh, I bet. I bet. And like, (laughs) I oh man, I'm surprised I didn't spoil it for you. But yeah, I so we surprised you. We had Chick Fil A catered, mm-hmm. and then like we didn't hang out at the house that at Jenny's house for very long. And then we drove to the fucking ghetto ass side of Butley and went to Caesar's <laughs> rankety ass apartment. Yes, it's Caesar and Jasmine, and they were such trash oh my god they were so trash and he worked at ikea that's the one thing i will never forget about him for some reason he worked at ikea dude i remember like when we got there and we at first we were just hanging out for a little bit because it was still kind of early and i think we were still expecting some people and jenny like she passed me the gold schlager which you had never had before and she was like oh yeah smell it and I was like oh wow and it was the it was the one with like the gold shards in the drink and shit and I smelled it and I was like oh it smells like cinnamon and I said it like in my normal voice and Jenny was like shh she's never gonna drink it if she hears that (laughs) and sure (laughs) enough you just like took that shit down no problem I'm sure I did um
2: that is very accurate <laughs> of the night um and yeah what's their apartment off like corporate or something isn't it like the worst
1: street to live on
2: you know right
1: I feel like such an idiot right now because I still pass that street and I still I know it when I see it mm-hmm. right now I can't think of it and I tried to think of it uh leading up to this episode um I feel like it's like south park or some shit like it's south something it sounds ghetto as fuck and it's right off of beltway eight which you know is just fucking trouble it's trash yeah and so and and so i still pass that way to go get my shrooms obviously (laughs) where else would i get shrooms (laughs) where else would you go (laughs) and so like and so every time i every time i pass that street i think about caesar and i think about that fucking apartment because i wasn't even we, we went back to that apartment for more parties after Yeah, we that. did. Yeah. Um, so we were still hanging out with that kind of, like, crew, I guess. Like, that
2: Yeah, we that went group a phase of people. where we hung out with all those people.
1: But part of the reason why I wrote down, like, even though, like, I know you had a good time at the surprise party, but I had just been going through a breakup and the ex was there. Which yeah. you, I remember you pulled me aside and you were like, I didn't know he was going to be here. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I, well... Obviously, and you didn't I,
2: know. Right. And I'm, for him to be there, especially given the situation of y'all not
1: being together for my birthday, I thought was a little weird. It was gross. And you know what, though? Like, devil's advocate, even if he and I hadn't dated, he would have been there because he was friends with the twins. Yeah, that's true. And they helped plan it. So, yeah. And they'd probably they probably helped even- pay for it and everything.
2: I'm sure they did because, you know, Jake worked at Tony. Sorry, Habit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tony Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you go by Tony, now. <laughs>
1: Tony worked at Chick-fil-A, so that's probably how yeah. they got the trades and stuff anyways. Yeah, exactly. So it was going to – he was going to be there. But anyway, not the point. But part of the reason why I wrote down that memory is because um, there's a killer song that reminds me of that night every time I listen to it. And I know you love it, too, because we used to gush about hot fuzz. Um, I remember, like, I got in trouble that night because my mom called while I was at your party, and she didn't know where I was. So I had to have Nick and his boyfriend at the time drive me home. And Mm -hmm. when we got in the car, uh, Nick started blasting the killers, and he played Smile Like You Mean It. So yeah, that song always reminds me of that night that we surprised you for your birthday. And then there was some drama off to the side, but that was okay, I guess, because it still ended up being good memory. And it was just one of those nights that you look back on and you're just like, oh, I was so young and stupid. And it was fun. <laughs> yes, I'm like, how did I not die? <laughs> exactly. It's so dangerous that we were in that fucking area with no adults. Nine. Caesar, I would not consider a fucking adult, and no. not and not. You and I did not have cars, and you and I did not drive, so we had to rely on other people to get us whole. Who people yes. who were also drinking. Yes. So like, total underage drinking, like, drugs galore. You know, how many fucking times should we have ended up in a ditch,
2: dude? I don't even. There are some times where I seriously think I had like a guardian angel. Me
0: too.
2: there was one night, not birthday related, um, that I went to this like party called Milky Fest, and
0: yeah, has
2: no idea how she got home, but I remember being like almost sexually assaulted by this guy. I ended up in my yard somehow, by the grace of God, and went to church the next day. Amen. I'm hurt. <laughs> I've heard notorious things about Milky it was, Fest, Yeah, and I was like 14. Yeah, it was intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm here. I'm alive. <laughs> okay, so I do want to tell you that while that night was so much fun for the most part, it ended up not great because I had to
1: sober up to take care of my drunk girlfriend. And okay, so yeah, so this must have been when I kind of exited the situation. So what happened?
2: Um, yeah, so after you left, Jenny got fucking trashed, and then me and Ashley and Greg had to take care of Jenny, and so I had to sober up, and then, like, uh, Rachel was there, vaguely, because Rachel and Greg got into it, and so it was just, like, a lot of little drama. So,
1: what did Rachel? What did Rachel and Greg get into? <laughs>
2: I don't even know, but I've specifically remember greg always saying that i learned at your birthday when i drink too much i turn into an angry hispanic woman and i was like what, <laughs> what the fuck? and i will never forget that he says that like all the time yeah it's <laughs> too
1: fucking funny dude yeah yeah good times good times good shit um <laughs> Okay, so when you decided that you wanted to do the Memory Lane episode, the very first thing I thought of was you breaking your fucking finger on the swing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yes, and then
2: you and Nick got me Starbucks special summer berry pie
1: cake Mm -hmm. thing. Mm It was like, okay, I don't remember... I think we were just driving around. It was me, you, Nick, and his boyfriend at the time, the Hispanic guy. I think his name was Jay or what? I think so. Yeah, Jay. Yeah. Jay. Yeah. Okay. Me, you, Nick, and Jay. And we went to this the, the playground elementary of the elementary school off of High Star. Yeah. And we were just on the swing set. It was me and you on the swing set. And then I guess Jay was pushing you. Yes. And he was and- like, I'm going to make you go over the top. And I was like, no. <laughs> And then the chain broke in your hand or something. Yeah. It like
2: busted and then broke around. Like, I don't even know how it happened, but it like busted around my finger. And then I obviously fell from the swing, crying. I'm traumatized. No, it's hilarious now. (laughs) (laughs) And then Nick is like, oh my God, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, I think my finger is (laughs) broken.
1: (laughs) yes and so then like but then what sucks is like we were literally down the street from that house yes and my ex was home and so we had to go we had to get ice because you were freaking out so we had to go to the fucking house and dad was there we called the mom mom and we called the dad dad and dad was there and I think he made a joke or something and he gave you ice yeah and then I remember like when we left the house, my ex was sitting at the front window just staring and I was oh my just God, like, it was get so awkward. fucking life, you fucking piece of shit. And then we went and got Starbucks and that made you, and like, I think, I think Jay bought it for you because he was, he considered he himself responsible.
2: Yeah. And actually dad is the one who popped it back. Remember dad is the one who popped it back for me.
1: Oh, okay. I didn't know that part. Yeah. Um. But then I do remember, like, him and Nick broke up a few months later, and then apparently, like, Jay won the lotto, and you were like, that motherfucker broke my finger. He owes me money. <laughs> yes, I
0: did. Do you remember this?
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, you never saw a dime, did you?
2: Never. Never. It's so funny. And actually, that finger has been broken again since then. So, yeah.
1: Awful. Awful. Yeah. I just wasn't just um, to have this finger. <laughs> Can we please reminisce about Kiki and Michael from Cheddar's?
2: Oh, oh my Lord. I wish we could find them.
1: It really makes me sad that that was before, like, even everyone had it. Not not even everyone had an email address. Not everyone had internet. Not everyone had a computer. I think I barely got a cell
2: phone when we started going to Cheddar's.
1: Yeah, I you had that little blue
2: what? Yeah, the little blue like Nokia that was like one of the first ones that had color. Remember?
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, oh Kiki and Michael were these waiters at Cheddar's guys. They were the coolest fucking waiters in the world. They were amazing. They were amazing, and they never
2: treated us like trash or less than because we were kids. I mean, I I that's what made me appreciate and have so much respect for them because we went in like a huge group. I mean, it ranged. Sometimes it was like maybe four of us and then the most was like maybe like 20 because mm-hmm. we went for various reasons, you know, just movie outings, birthdays, just, you know, mm-hmm. girls' dinners, et cetera. We would go to the Chatters right there by Tinseltown um, mm-hmm. and they just always treated us like we were real people, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. and Mm
2: -hmm. we loved them so Mm -hmm. much so Mm -hmm.
1: much yeah kiki kiki was this sassy ass woman i fucking loved her and she that was another thing like she spoke to us like a real person Mm -hmm. like she didn't speak to us like a waiter who stuck to a script Like, she really personalized your experience. And that's what a good waiter does, honestly. Absolutely. Um, And so Kiki was cool in her way. And then we also met Michael. And Michael was this, he wasn't a bad-looking guy. He was half Persian, half Belgian. Uh He had a beautiful accent. Oh, my gosh. I would have listened to him read the fucking menu. (laughs) And he was just so fun. I don't know if he was gay, but he was definitely, like, colorful. Definitely. And they were just two of the coolest fucking human beings. And I remember, and that leads me to another memory of us. And I I feel like you will remember this. Um, me, you, Ashley, and I. it must have been Chris. I'm pretty sure they were already, they had to have been dating at this point. Um, we went to Tinseltown and we got tickets for swap, but we snuck into the order with Heath Ledger. Okay. Are you remembering this? Uh, yes, I'm, I'm. It's coming back. And so it's like because SWAT was PG thirteen, but the order was rated R, and we were still not eighteen or seventeen <laughs> or whatever. And so like we snuck into the order, and we were already like maybe twenty, thirty minutes into the into the order. So we'd already snuck out of SWAT, and Ashley realized that her phone was missing. Oh my god! Yes. So then, like. We had to tell a theater employee like, "Hey, I I can't find my ph-. like she couldn't find her phone, but we couldn't tell them the truth that we were in the order. So the employee only checked SWAT, yes. and so that was like a really bad mix up. And so then like we went ahead and left the theater, and there that's payphones were still outside, guys. Yes. It was like a row of payphones in front. Yes. And she called her cell phone and it was off. And I remember feeling so she called it like maybe a couple times and it was off. And then finally she left a voicemail. She was like, hey, I'm just a 16-year-old girl, you know, and you have my mommy's cell phone. Please bring it back. And she was crying. She had a panic attack in the theater, remember? She was like hyperventilating.
2: Yes. And we were trying to keep her calm and like, no, we'll find it. You know, it's going to be okay. We did not find We checked the bathrooms. Like. We walked back and forth because remember, didn't we walk back to Cheddar's? To go check because I remember no. us checking the parking lot though. No, we didn't go to Cheddar's until afterward. Okay, for some reason I remember maybe that was after we were looking through the parking lot,
1: or maybe that was a different encounter. That might no, I had to be that couldn't have been this one because I know for a fact like we finally gave up like we you know she called it whatever, um and then we were like well let's at least let's go get food you know let's at least you know do that, you know, you'll feel better, get something in your stomach. And so we walked over to Cheddar's and that was a day Ashley walked up to the hostess and said, Hey, is Kiki working tonight? And the hostess said, Kiki's no longer with us. And then Ashley was like, Oh, the night just keeps getting worse. Like it was just another day. So this was the same night that we found out Kiki was gone, but Michael was still working there. We didn't see him that night, but Kiki was gone. And so that was sad. That was just a sad day. Oh, was together. a sad day.
2: I honestly, the thing that sticks out the most to me about that day, because I will never forget seeing Ashley have a panic attack. It was heartbreaking.
1: I felt so bad. She yeah. was literally like, we, we made her put her head between her knees. Yes. Because it was just like, oh, she freaked out. I felt bad. Uh, But then there was a better memory with Ashley at the movies. And I also have that one here. It was Ashley's birthday surprise. And I think like her mom's boyfriend was trying to win her over. Yes. Yeah. So he, he invited, he told you to invite her friends and I showed up and I felt bad because Ashley and I really weren't that great of friends like who else did did people just not come or what was the plan no he said he only wanted me and then like one or two other friends
2: and you really were the only other person who like she really talked to okay
1: so okay I always just felt like I I had it in my because I didn't know the whole plan I just knew where to be and you know with you yeah I, I always had it in my head that like oh did he put her up to this big task to invite all of Ashley's friends and None of them could make it. Like, I always felt bad about that. But then I remember, no. like, it was at Lasagna House yes. on Eldridge, which yes. I still go to, of course, because they're amazing. That was my first time going. Oh, my God. It's so good. Yeah. Still so good. Um, And I remember, like, she walked in, and you were, like, surprised, and, like, we gave her presents. And then we ended up just sitting around talking. We talked about all kinds of stuff. And then after that. The her mom and the boyfriend picked us up and took us to Pencil Town, and we watched the Texas Chainsaw remake. Yes. Yes.
2: I, it still gets me. I still remember, like, my reaction to when she pulls the gun out of her pussy. Oh, my God. Yes. And I was like, oh, What? <laughs> And I I remember Ashley and I both, like, looked at each other and we were like, just... <laughs> because, you know, you're in a movie, so you're not supposed to talk. And I'm just, like, flabbergasted at the fact that someone would have a gun up their vagina. So.
1: Dude, that remake was fucking crazy. One of the better, well, that one was well done, I think. I, I, no, I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. Like, that one made me like,
2: ooh, I do not want to live in Texas. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, that was memories at Tinsel town
1: there really are i'm pretty sure i have a few i definitely have a few more here of course i can't remember every movie what we watched at Tinsel town we went to Tinsel town a fucking lot yeah <laughs> um like, some of the ones that i know we saw there for sure i know we saw mean girls there yes <laughs> i know we saw finding neverland there oh my god david cried <laughs> Of course he did. I fucking I actually love that movie. Why? Um, so I. I remember when I was a sophomore and I had a new boyfriend, and you and I went to his job so you could meet him. With my dad. That's right. Your dad like let us run inside really fast, and then came out, and then we went to Town and we watched *Cursed* and we watched *Constantine*. Mm -hmm. both movies that I just fucking love to this day. And then we went to Red Robin. This is when your mohawk was black.
2: Yes. Guys, she had a mohawk. (laughs) I did. My mom made me dye it black because remember, um, that was after I had got moved back into my house from that house. And um, my aunt, the one who I was talking about who tried to kill me, uh, she was graduating and she said, your grandparents cannot see your hair this crazy color so i did it black it looks good i i loved it i i loved going through that stage in my life where my hair was all different colors and bleached and i loved it
1: yeah yeah oh and i know we saw we went to tensile town with sam and we saw Gothica.
2: Oh my god! I forgot about that, but yes, you are absolutely right. We did see Gothica together. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, was that the night that his brother took us in his truck, or was that a different movie?
1: You know what? I really don't remember. I don't remember. Sam had a brother. Yes, he did.
2: He had like seven siblings. Jesus. Yeah, I but did. There's I a only reason. knew about his sister. Oh okay no 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 he has several siblings um but if that is the night the reason i bring that up is because um that was when i fell in love with Deftones. tones because i remember his brother was playing and i was like i love this song so much um and it was minerva and then like i went home and of course like lime wired <laughs> showing oh, my yeah, hair Lama. for real Um, And downloaded their entire discography. I never say that word right. I'm sorry. Discography. And literally fell in love with Deftones that night.
1: So that is so fucking cute. And on that same note. I used to argue with Sam because I used to hate the Deftones and he thought they were so fucking cool. And I was like, whatever, man, the Deftones suck. And Minerva used to annoy the shit out of me because it always, it, the video used to come on Fuse. And I was like, I don't want to fucking listen to that. Guys, Fuse, when, I, when we were in high school, Fuse was the channel that MTV wishes it was. Like, Fuse legit showed nonstop music videos and fucking minerva would always come up on fuse and i hated it it just made me so mad i was like why and sam and i used to like jokingly lovingly of course just argue about deftones and then it eventually got to the point where i was like oh yeah they're actually pretty good yeah (laughs) now i love them of course and minerva is like one of my (laughs) top (laughs) too bad sam's a douchebag now Oh guys, we had this guy friend named <laughs> Sam. And he he was he was super sweet uh until Frankie turned him against the world. Oh my god. Okay, so he literally
2: and I I don't know why, but pretty much all of my exes hate me except for like one. Um and he literally like renounced me and said I was the worst person in the world and he had he now has a hatred for lesbians or bisexual women so sorry
1: and this is because she left him for a girl I sure did no regrets no regrets Jessica
2: (laughs) win. yeah oh my god which like brings up so many memories about Sarah and why I didn't really like Sarah at
1: first. Oh my gosh. This whole thing was so weird. Can we talk about this? Let's, oh, like, let's talk about it because actually, right. I need to give you an update on Jessica. Okay, well, let's go through some backstory real quick for the soundtrack city okay. listeners. So, guys, Frankie is referring to a time when we were in the eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Frankie was dating Sam, and they were actually pretty hot and heavy for eighth graders. Um, yeah which uh, and this was also kind of weird because I had a best friend who she really her and Sam were really flirty too, yeah, um, and so that was kind of a thing, and so I was both of yours best friends and Sam's best friend, but I never liked Sam like that, no, no, like, I completely trusted you around him, like never. I, thought that y'all would do
2: anything you know what I mean yeah
1: no yeah no like Sam was not my type Mm -mm. um Sam Sam was sweet Sam was just that guy who was just gonna be there for you like legit like the guy like treated me like a princess (laughs) yeah he really did he treated everyone with such like respect and love and he was just a really good guy to be around and so then So him and Frankie are dating, like we even went to the eighth grade dance and you like you and I dressed up in our mime troop shirts or you borrowed yes. someone and I wore mine. Yeah, Because they were, they were tuxedo shirts. So we were the only two girls in tuxedo shirts at the eighth grade dance because we yes. were those girls. Yes. Um, Absolutely. And so you and Sam were still together at that point. And then I guess you and Sam were still together until the end of the year, but around the end of the year, you were kind of already like hanging out with Jessica. Like the other Yes, classes. so I actually met
2: Jessica through Rachel because they had classes together, which, okay, so another little backstory. Rachel and I met at church, and we had been really good friends since, like, fourth or fifth grade, um, but we weren't in the same classes, and then our middle school was divided up into pods, so you pretty much had, like, all of your core classes in one pod, and I was in a completely different pod from her. So she had this class with this girl, and I guess they had a class with Sarah and Sam. And I randomly got a call one day from Jessica, and of course I had seen her and talked to her through, like, a couple outings with Rachel. And she was like, you need to watch your boyfriend because I saw him, like, sharing something with Sarah and I really think it was like gum like I really think that's what it was because I remember being like why would he take her gum that's so gross and of course there was more like flirting and other things going on with it and he was she was just like yeah you know like you really need to be careful like he's not treating you right blah 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 and I remember being distraught because I loved him you know my eighth
1: grade year you remember that i i remember because okay the way that i got introduced to sam was because of sarah because him she and him were always like on aim and i'd be at her house and he'd be messaging her on aim and like they did have some classes together but i didn't have classes with them and so she liked him a lot and then i remember one day like you and i were sitting in the cafeteria which was also our classroom because we were theater kids Um, And it was like one of those cafeterias with the stage and you and I were sitting at the table and there was a conversation going on about Sam and then you looked at me and you smiled and you were like, I'm in love with Sam. And I was like, (laughs) oh no. And this is when I found out about this whole little triangle thing. And like Jessica already had a thing for girls. So didn't she like Sarah too? Yes. So like her and Sarah were friends
2: too, which was another weird thing. And even that, Misa, I don't even remember how Sam and I started dating. If I'm going to be really honest.
1: Like I don't. I I remember. I remember a bit of it. I remember a bit of it. Tell me, tell me, tell me. (laughs) I remember a bit of it because it's also linked to a song. Oh my God. Okay. I'm excited. (laughs) I remember because who else liked Sam? Ashley oh my god you're right and Ashley was your best friend yes and I remember like the three of y'all were hanging out a lot and Ashley was very open about her feelings for Sam and I remember like I don't know if they actually went on a date or something like that but every actually a lot of girls liked Sam because I remember Kathleen remember Kathleen was in our advisory and she liked Sam Okay, and then who's your other friend um, who makes the cake?
2: That's I the always forget her name.
1: Um, oh, Renee. Renee. Renee liked Sam also. Which is weird because she was dating Hunter. Yes. And then Hunter, like, left her for some other chick in the middle of summer without telling her. It was that one girl, and I can't remember her name, but I totally see her face. Is it Jessica Dow? Was it? It was something okay. Asian. Oh, anyway, okay. well, that is not the role that I. But yes, okay, continue. Doesn't matter. But um, yeah. so yeah, like you were in love with Sam, and then I think I wasn't there. So I'm only going off a of memory and what I think I heard, and and of course it's been years because this was fucking eighth grade. But right. I I feel like I feel like I was told that the three of y'all went out. And that, like, I don't know if it was, like, Ashley read that you guys had more chemistry or if the three of y'all had gone out and at that point you and Sam had already decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but I remember you telling me that after, like, even though Ashley had feelings for him, you went ahead and told him your feelings for him and that ended up working out for you. And then um, you told me that you and Ashley were in the car on the way home or something, and a particular song came on the radio, and she turned to you and said, I love the lyrics. And you said, I did not sleep with Sam. And that song is Dear Claudia by Sam. Oh, my God.
0: Dear Claudia, you shouldn't try not to sleep with your best friend's boyfriend.
1: And I remember bonding with you over this song. And I think this this song has such a cool story, I think, for us. Yeah. Guys, Dear Claudia by South FM, which you just heard a snippet of, and I will fucking loop that song all fucking day. That song just brings me so much comfort and so many good memories, even though the subject matter is actually really kind of dark. Um, guys, this song is a song that like when we were in eighth grade, it was actually kind of new and it was actually on like, it was on a segment for local bands, like yes. local music has. Um, And so we always, we would always listen to like 94.5 The Buzz. And so every Sunday and to this day, every Sunday, they play local music acts music on the radio. And so I remember like being in eighth grade and I just happened to have the radio on. I don't know if I was in a car or at home and I heard that amazing fucking song, Dear Claudia. And I instantly fell in love with it. And then I I don't remember how you and I came to realize that we loved the same song. But as soon as we figured out like we were both listening to it and we were both gushing over it, like that was one of the things that really we bonded over. And then I, I remember like it wasn't long after that that the whole Sam Ashley situation happened. And so the song just kind of took on a little bit of a meaning because the course <laughs> the first few lyrics are, Dear Claudia, you should try not to sleep with your best friend's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but i have I, I've always loved that song and and part of the reason why I thought that song was also cool is because um it turns out that while we were listening to that song, um, one of the men in Frankie's life would actually be on tour somewhere in Texas at the same time touring with that band South FM Yeah, like <laughs> he small. played with them Yeah he did, yeah which yeah. is so amazing. And so I just thought that that was so cool that like so one of one of the people in your life who is now a person in your life like he knew and was playing with a band that yes. we were listening to as children. Like that's that's kind of incredible.
2: It is. It really is. It's like a full circle. Um yeah, so like he that was one of his actual like very first tours that he went on um and just really cool that he got to play with them and you know they're not everyone's cup of tea I guess or like they're not like super popular um so again that's very like a huge bonding moment for me and I because again I was like oh my god you know the song and it was kind of like a oh, do we just become best friends yes <laughs> um and so for that person to have toured with them and you know know them when I started singing the song and they were able to finish the lyrics because for those of you well, obviously you don't like know me know me but like my life is literally lyrics so I will randomly sing lyrics my kids know this like people who know me my students know this like or I'll sing a song and be like what song is that name the song or I'll be like name the soundtrack like it it literally is like this is my life so for, mm-hmm. the, for him to be able to do that I was like oh my god
1: yeah yeah and to this day you and I still randomly text each other random lyrics to songs yes we do <laughs> yeah and which one is one of our
2: favorites oh my god my bloody valentine is one and then the other one is a uh, story of the year and Definitely, this one's your Claudia. And then the ones that I always mean to text you, but I don't text you, is Perfect Situation from Weezer.
1: Yes, this, oh my gosh, you guys, when I was in high school, um, Frankie actually inspired me because her outgoing message was her singing and she would always sing a different song into her outgoing. And it would always be like a acapella. She always sounded amazing. Oh, and I was I like, you. I wanted my outgoing message to be a song, but I wasn't feeling confident about singing alone. So I remember one day I went over to your house and mm-hmm. it was, um, it was when you were in that room right to the right of the front door at the, um, Casa del Monte and like, I remember you and I, like at first we tried to record it off of the speaker, but it didn't sound, like you would record yours into a speaker sometimes, But and yours sounded better than mine. I guess it was like a phone thing. And so then I was like, well, maybe we should just sing it. And so then you and I sang uh, the second verse and the chorus to Perfect Situation by Weezer, but I didn't, this was what really bothers me, um, we sang the original version, but the radio edited it to where the O's are different. And so now Weezer re-recorded all of that. And I can't find the version that you and I sang.
2: Okay. And I thought I was like a psycho for singing in a different way when I heard it. And then I was like, oh, wait, did I sing that wrong? Well? And then I was like, cause I randomly heard it on the radio and this wasn't too long ago. It was like maybe like, oh, like a month or so ago. And I was like, oh, my God, they never play this song. And uh, my oldest called me out, and he was like, hi, you don't remember the lyrics. And I was like, pause, because yes, I do. And I seriously did not know that they re-recorded it.
1: Yes, and it it, it annoys the fuck out of me, and it's like one more reason to hate radio, because if the yeah. radio hadn't edited it and, like, redubbed it, because that's what people were learning. They were learning the radio edit. I had so then- no idea. Yeah. So then when Weezer, I researched this little bit, because I was like, (laughs) why can't I find the real version? And um, I, it turns out, like, when Weezer would perform it, they would sing it the original way, the way you and I did. And then the crowd would be singing it the radio way. And so they were like, Oh, well, if that's the version that they know, maybe we should go back and redo it. And they did. And I hate them. That is so infuriating. Very infuriating. I hate it
2: I hate it oh I that brings back such good memories So I remember be, re-recording and we did it over and over and over again until you loved it and we like you said started in my room trying to do it from the speaker and I remember us going outside to record it and I remember sitting on the driveway
1: and singing just together and that was like one of my best memories I do. There's this one song that I remember that um, it reminded me a lot of you and Jessica, Mm -hmm. Um, not only because like it was new ish around the same time, but also because um, I feel like there were so many people who like frowned upon your relationship with her because it was two girls um, that like it, it felt like there were a lot of people who were rooting against you. And so I remember hearing this one song with you and I felt like, I felt like in my head that you liked it because you related to it. And just because of the situation and because everything that was going on, it always reminded me of you at that time in your life. And I know you probably still love the song to this day. It was uh, Not Gonna Get Us by Oh my God, that's literally the song I was thinking in my head. (laughs) Yeah, I remember, like, I I had no problem with you, uh, like, transitioning from, like, straight to whatever, but um, I think my only thing was, like, the way you went about doing it and uh-huh. Sam, and it probably wasn't handled the right way, but then again, I really wasn't there, so I don't know what happened. Um, I know there was a lot of things that
2: were, like, because even Sarah called me and was like, you did him wrong, and I was like, actually, no. I I did break up with him before and I didn't feel like I needed to tell him it was for another person, but I didn't do anything with Jessica or start dating her until he and I broke up. And that is not what was confirmed or said, but I didn't really care. People talked about me
1: all the time. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, I just know that I know there wasn't necessarily, like, intimate overlap, but I know you were, like, heavily hanging out with Jessica. Yeah, we did hang out, but there was not, like, I mean,
2: I seriously didn't even, I don't know, at least I don't recall. I could be wrong. I did do a lot of drugs since then. You may be thinking of Jenny, but I didn't do anything with Jessica until
1: I broke up with Sam. All these adult situations around me, and I was just trying to get to high school. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah. Sam was a good friend, though. I did reunite with Sam in high school. Um, good. He didn't hate me, <laughs> but um, I, I, you know, he did. I remember around the time because it was right around the time that you broke up with him because I know y'all were still together, but because you were hanging out with Jessica a lot, he really didn't like it. Mm -hmm. Um, He, he talked shit about her all the fucking time. Like all the fuck. Like I had never seen Sam angry or annoyed, but when he brought up Jessica and he would bring her up, his face would turn so fucking, he was a completely different person when he brought her up. And so he, I know that it got in his skin that you were hanging out with her so much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think a part of him was worried that like you were gonna like her or she was gonna like you because she was very openly gay. Yeah. Um and I I guess he probably knew about your sex you had identified as bi for a while at that point, I think. Hadn't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, I had um, Yeah,
2: I was still open about it. I mean I still consider myself bi because I'm still very much love men and women even though I am an a hetero
1: but yeah there were, yeah it was weird it was weird eighth grade was weird there was, was some so weird years. there was there
2: definitely was like I remember being so upset about that whole situation and then I really was upset well okay I I act like I wasn't upset I was upset at that time because people were like saying mad shit about me and then I remember you even telling me like You're like the person that's like, oh, you know, Jessica, because I was one of like the first people, I guess, that was out and it was like a big deal because then Sam was saying things about me and then I guess other people were aka Sarah and like there was just a lot of hate
1: and whatever about me, but I just lived my life and didn't give a shit. And that was another thing is like because it was eighth grade and because um people were like kids our age were learning that like not everything is packaged nice and pretty like you know people are gay people are suicidal people are depressed people like and not everything is perfect um and so like i think eighth grade was a year where people were realizing that not everyone is the same like people really did get raised differently and they grew up in different environments. And like, I feel like seventh, eighth grade is really when your personality really starts to show. Like, I know me personally, like, I feel like my taste in music really started to develop like sixth grade. Yeah. Is when I feel like I started like buying my own CDs instead of listening to whatever my sister had lying around or like, you know, like I was making an effort to to make my own music collection and shit. And so like, I think uh, that was part of it, it was like eighth grade. So, um, and, and because our our school really wasn't that big, it was only two grades, seventh and eighth. Um, so, it was kind of hard not to know, like, it, there were only certain people who were gay and who were open about it. And so, everybody knew about it then because it wasn't as common. Mm-hmm. That's, is that a weird thing to say? I don't know. No, um, I think so. I think that's accurate. It just, it just, it wasn't very common for, for a student in the eighth grade at the time to proudly say that he or she was gay without fear of, you know, judgment or God knows what else. And so I think for the few that were able to be like, yeah, I'm open, I'm gay, that's what got people talking. And I was like, oh man, that girl's gay. Or like, it's the she was she, you're, you just become someone that people can point to because they know your face and they're like, oh, she likes girls yeah and shit like that like in eighth grade everything seems like such a big deal because it's different everything is different you're growing up the people around you are growing up um and so I think that was I think that's a big part of it is like they don't know what they don't understand yet you know right right I completely agree um but I mean hey you were happy with Jessica I was so there was that and I I remember remember... (laughs) yeah yeah um I remember going to her house with you. Yeah. I remember going to your house with Jessica and Sarah and Rachel and Jennifer Gaines. Yes. Sarah and I, you know, I forgave whatever, like whatever happened,
2: whatever happened, you know, I, I don't feel like I was one to like, really like hate someone. Like, I mean, cause like you said, we were in eighth grade and. You know, if they wanted – and actually, didn't they date for a little bit after that?
1: I don't – not that I know of. Okay. So. Not that I know of. I remember I, – I spent a lot of time with Sarah that summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't – I can't recall Sam coming up much after, like, eighth grade graduation like once we weren't seeing each other on a daily basis I think a lot of tension died down yeah that sounds about right (laughs) um but um yeah so you so you were dating Jessica for a while and she was cool I didn't mind her she she had her moments yeah she was really chill um
2: she we obviously didn't end up together. She cheated on
1: me with one of my other best friends. What who? Um, do you remember the girl who lived on my street, Marisol? Oh my god, that dumb bitch. I do remember. I remember we were at Tentletown and yeah. Marisol showed up when you and you and Jessica were together and then all of a sudden Jessica just like completely stopped paying attention to you and was doting and like just fawning over Marisol for the rest of the night. Yep. Dude, fuck that shit. Well,
2: it's kind of messed up, but actually what ended up happening was we kind of like switched partners because she was actually dating Justin at the time.
1: Oh. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. So I guess she was bored with Justin and so she wanted my girlfriend's attention she got her and so then I started that's when Justin and I became like best best friends and he went on like family vacations and shit with us and yeah
1: you were supposed to have his first kid I sure was (laughs) (laughs) you had a pact that you were gonna have each other's first kids yeah yeah, but he's like um his his girlfriend has
2: that YouTube channel that I randomly saw on like my like um YouTube recommended and I was like, "Oh my god, I know him." And yeah. What's her channel? It's called um Brews and Books or something like that. Oh, okay. It's like a review.
0: Thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they do um they review beers and different Um, books that they read or what they're reading at that time dig it yeah
1: that's awesome pretty cool um yeah he was cute I remember like toward the end of eighth grade or like it might have been the beginning of high school um no I think I think it was it was beginning of high school and me and you and some friends went back to our middle school to watch a performance and Justin was still in eighth grade and you saw him and y'all were hugging in the hallway, and I was like, who's that? Is that your boyfriend? You were like, no, that's Justin. That's my best friend. And I was like, he's so cute. Why aren't you dating him? And then, like, I guess y'all kind of did eventually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He was so cute. Yeah. (laughs) I can't, like, (laughs) I don't know what he looks like now, but I'm sure he's still pretty good looking. Um,
2: I don't know. I am not really friends with, Well, I don't have, like, Facebook or anything, Um, and I think I had him for a while on Instagram, but I I don't think he
1: posts much, so. Can we please talk about, (laughs) and I remember, like, um, even though you and I went to different high schools, I still made an effort to, like, go to your plays. And I, we'd still go to the movies and Mm -hmm. I would still go to your school's like event, like your carnivals and your fundraisers and stuff. And I remember like fucking when Rissy and Nick were in the fashion show. Oh my God. I forgot (laughs) about that. The Kerr fashion show. And I remember like they walked down the aisle and they looked at you and I had a video of it for a really long time and it's gone somewhere. I don't, it's in cyberspace. And it's like they walked up to the aisle and they turned and looked at you. And they're like, Frankie, what's your name? And then they turned. So it was like a joke that you guys had with like a game show host, like voice. It was ridiculous. And then after that, we went to King Walk. Oh, my God. Oh, King Walk. Guys, King Walk is like our favorite Chinese spot down in Ailey. Dude,
2: it is like the this it's been there for like ever it's like this mom and pop like super like oriental decorated like they still have like those red lantern balls with the little tassels and you know all the little condiments on the tables and it's so
1: old but their food is amazing so good I yeah I still go there for birthdays and random meetups and you and I are long overdue for a king walk day. Dude, I am all about it. We need some crab puffs and shrimp fried rice. <laughs> Speaking of crab puffs, that's another thing. Like, I remember um, when we were in high school, the fucking – when Hurricane Rita happened but really didn't. hmm But we still missed four days of school. Yes. I remember uh, one of those days that we weren't in school because the district was closed, my mom dropped me off at Greg's house, which was down the street from your house. And David was there. You were there. I can't remember who else. And we were all just sitting around watching movies. And then we decided to order Chinese. And I had never had crab puffs before. And so you were on the phone putting the order in. And so you were asking me if I wanted egg rolls. And I made a face because at the time I really wasn't crazy about egg rolls. And you were like, oh, Uh, crab puff and then I just kind of like shrugged and said yeah because I was like well as long as it's not an egg roll like whatever (laughs) but I didn't know what a crab puff was so that was the day you introduced me to crab puffs and you fucking changed my life (laughs) and I love you so much and crab puffs are the shit they are amazing
2: love Oh, that was a good day. I remember that. We were like all in Greg's room, like all on his bed, just like hanging out, eating Chinese food and
1: watching movies. Yeah. It was yeah. Perfect. And then there's another, uh, I have another great, and this is, this will link to another song. I know we've been music for a minute, but um, I didn't want to bring this up because I, I know that we're going to cover this movie at some point together, but I think that's further into the future. Mm-hmm. Um. I remember like junior year, um, I don't remember why, but it was like an early dismissal day and me and you ended up at Cassie's house. And for the very first time in my life, I watched Hedwig and the Angry In. Oh, yes. And I remember the specific song that, that not only reminds me of you and that amazing day and that amazing movie and just how good it felt to be hanging out with my friends and watching a good movie and listening to good music. The one song that really reminds me of that day is um, Wig in a Box because I remember you guys had already seen it, but I hadn't. And so she's singing Wig in a Box and then she gets to the point where it's about to be the sing along. And I remember you were like, okay guys, we all have to sing along now. And I was like, I don't know the lyrics. And you were like, but they're gonna be on screen. And literally I looked and they popped up on screen and it was just like a magical moment. <laughs> and sure enough, the little wig is bouncing up and down to tell Yay! you what part to sing. And we all sang wig in a box together.
0: Okay, everybody. I put on some makeup. Turn on the eight track. I'm the wig
2: down. Ugh. I have tears in my eyes because I remember that day and I remember being so excited that other people loved Hedwig just as much as I did. Um, that movie was introduced to me actually during one of the hurricanes, my family drove down to Bryan, and I stayed at my aunt's house with um, her then husband and my cousin. My cousin had his boyfriend over and he... He was like, have you seen this movie? And I was like, no. And so we watched it, and I immediately fell in love. And when we got back, I told everybody about it. And, like, you, Nick, me, Cassie, and Rissy were obsessed with that
1: movie. Mm-hmm. I was so into them. Like, guys, if you haven't seen Hedwig and the Angry Inch, uh, for those of you who have HBO Max now, it is there. I literally just rewatched it last week for the first time in years. It is so still fucking funny there i still find new things that i love about it things i didn't notice before now that i'm an adult like i watched it from an adult perspective now Mm -hmm. it is so fucking good like if you like rocky Horror, you're gonna love hedwig and the angry Inch. yeah total cult classic um sing-along
2: great soundtrack and it's it's just such like it's got comedy but it's also very like Heartfelt and it's got like deep moments. It's it's an amazing movie. It's got everything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, gosh, so many memories with you. Of course, it was hard to narrow down. And then, of course, I, I feel bad because even there are moments that I'm sure I'm forgetting because there are just so many moments that we've shared over the past fucking forever years. Um, so
2: I do have a moment that I don't know if you remember. Um, I'm sure you do. It was our very first experience at Taxi Taxi and Buffalo Exchange.
1: Okay, I do Okay, I remember cuz obviously guys. <laughs> um Frankie and I in high school we loved going to Montrose we loved walking up and down Montrose going mm-hmm. to the thrift stores just trying on clothes looking at the cool clothes and just Montrose to this day of course has a vibe it's it's different now than it was then right um right. But we, when we were in high school, man, that was the spot. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, keep going. I'm, I'm, okay. I do, there are memories in Montrose, of course. Okay.
2: So your mom drove us and mm-hmm. it was on a dollar days. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Taxi Taxi has like a giant bin and like every, I don't know if it's like the first Sunday of the month or whatever, but like that entire bin is a dollar. Um, And so we rummaged through, you know, we found a couple things. And it was already time to head back. And on the way back, I was putting on the shirt because I was like, oh, I I forgot to try it on there. I'm just going to try it on in the car. And it got stuck on me. And I remember driving down Westheimer and we were passing the container store and I was stuck in my shirt and my bra. Your mom did not have tinted windows. (laughs) And, (laughs) And I could not get out of that shirt. And I stayed stuck in that shirt with my arms like up with my head over, like tilted to the side, trying to figure out how to get out of the shirt for the entire ride down Westheimer until we got to wherever we were going, and then you had to help me, like, get cut out of that shirt. It was – do you remember that? I don't remember that. (laughs) Are you sure it was me? Yes, it was definitely you because it was in your mom's car, and your mom was just like, it's okay, just bend down. Yeah, it was you. How fucking – Oh my god. And you were dying laughing next to me the whole time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I fucking love it. I Uh, I wish I did remember that. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) I remember even wearing a green bra. Like that's how much I remember it because it was it was a horrific experience.
1: (laughs) So funny.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good times, good times.
1: Yeah, man. Oh, Montrose was fun. Montrose yeah. was fun. And, of course, another thing that we bonded over is our love for Incubus. Yes. Love Incubus. Um, I, You and I went to an Incubus concert at the Woodlands a few years ago. We did. It was the kids' first concert that they'd ever been to. That's really cool. That was fun. Yeah. Um, and we ate at Red Robin before. Oh, man. So good. So many good memories, and of course, like, can we? Of course, it's it's hard to narrow down to one Incubus song that I think you and I really bond over and that we can smile at every time we hear. Um, it, and of course, I love Incubus, so there were quite a few that I wanted to choose from. And I know, obviously, um, some of your favorites, but I think the one that you and I can really share a laugh over anytime is "I Miss You." Oh my god! Yes, can we please tell this story, <laughs> <laughs> guys? There's a lyric in this song, "I Miss You" by Incubus, where uh, it's it's a little further. It's in the second half of the song, and he says, "Whether far or near," uh, yes, yeah. and it sounds like what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I'm going to play it for you right now.
0: I know see you again, the or
1: it's like, all right, guys, what did you hear in that song <laughs> now that you know? So we were actually driving down to Scout Bar. Yes. For
2: when when we were listening to that, and it was because someone was singing it. We were like, "What did you just sing?" And me and Misa are both like, "That is an, that is not the lyrics." <laughs> but now I can't unhear it. Yeah, yeah. Ever that's, like,
1: the, that's those are the lyrics
2: now. Yeah, that's what naturally comes to my mind when I hear it. Just like Pony, I hear those songs together.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Pony. <laughs> One thing on my list, of course, is, and I couldn't narrow down to one. I just had to put end zone gigs. Guys, oh, we used to hang out at the fucking end zone all the fucking time, like, like pretty much through our college years, um, because uh, someone in Frankie's life uh, played in the house band for the end zone sports bar. Mm -hmm. and luckily both of us lived really like literally around the corner from the bar and so we would just go to the end zone all the fucking time and the house band was always playing and the fucking bartenders knew us the waitress knew us we always got the same food yeah the bouncers knew us like even when we were underage, like we would go in like it was fine because they knew us and so Everybody kind of has, it reminds me of those, those spots in sitcoms, like friends had the coffee house and that 70s show had the basement for our college years. We had the end zone. Mm, So that's basically like where we always were. And our friends were always there. Like all it took was a couple phone calls and all of our friends showed up and all of our friends were there. And of course, um, the band that played at the time, they were a cover band. They did do some of their original stuff too, but they mostly wanted to appeal to the bar scene. So they did a lot of covers because people like to feel nostalgic when they're drunk. Of course. Um, But two of the songs that absolutely remind me of those times, one of them is The Warmth by Incubus. Hell yes. Because they did such a fucking amazing rendition of this song. Like, some days, I preferred the live cover version over Incubus's because it was just so fucking good. And it felt so good. And live music feels so good. I miss it. Oh, my God. I miss concerts. I miss going Um, to hear bands. (laughs) Yes. And then on top of that, like the lead singer of the band had an electric violin, which was really fucking cool. But on top of that, my second reason for loving it so much is because, well, of course it's Incubus, but I really began to appreciate this song when I started experimenting with psychedelics. Mm -hmm. Um, The very first time I had shrooms, I remember like my friend who I, my friend Shane, who also took shrooms and we were in a group, Um, he said, like, oh, you're going to feel a warmth in the pit of your stomach at some point. And that kind of scared me because I was like, oh, gosh, am I going to feel nauseous? And he's like, no, 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 it's just going to feel good. And so I just kind of sat there, and it took a few hours, but eventually, like, yeah, like, I did kind of feel like a a warm swirling in my stomach, and it actually felt really comforting. And immediately, the lyrics that popped into my head are... um, experience the warmth before you grow cold and all i could think of was like in that like blissful state of mind when i was watching all the colors in my head all i could think of was like oh man how can politicians be against drugs they just need to smoke one joint and then they'll know like they're never gonna feel this warmth inside of them they're never going to know and all I could think of was all those close-minded people who are never going to try it once and they'll never, never know what it feels like. Um, <laughs> so, sorry, went on a tangent there. Um, but the other song, of course, that reminds me of the zone gigs is "Fucking Pony by Genuine. <laughs> Sober Pony. (laughs) Yes, and that's linked to Sober by Tool.
2: Yeah, they did this awesome mashup of those two songs. And when you first think of it, you're like, those songs don't go together. But oh my God, do they go together?
1: was so cool the way they did it it was so fucking cool the way they did it like I have one video of it and it just so happens that right after they finished the first chorus all the power went out on the block oh my god remember that night <laughs> yes yeah and then we had to we had to, they had to shut down because by law they could not operate yeah and, yeah, like, I, I remember that was the day that I finally tried to get it on video. And then I realized, like, oh, it wasn't meant to be recorded. It's just so awesome.
2: Oh, so amazing. I wish I could find a, a video. I'm going to see if
1: we can maybe find one somewhere in the archives. <laughs> I'm sure I still have that video somewhere. I, mean, I just don't know where. It's also going to depend on what phone I had at the time. So yeah, I that's... might have to do some digging. But. Oh, gosh. I love somewhere. that song. I loved so their their, their mix of it. It was
2: so good. <laughs> I think one of my favorite things that we did was us people watching when we would go and listen to the music. And of course, like you and I would sing along, you know, whatever. And we would just watch all of the other drunk people dancing and like going crazy to the song. Like so many memories. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, and every now and then it was like we would spot a pregn- a very visibly pregnant girl drinking and we we're like, oh, yes. that's, that's <laughs> not okay. That's not okay. Um, but yeah, man, like thinking about it now, I, just, I wish we could do that today. Like I wish that like the pandemic wasn't a thing. Like I wish we didn't have adult obligations. Like I wish we could just up and go to the bar and just fucking people watch and take shots. Yes. Okay. For real though, like when
2: pandemic is over, can we please?
1: (laughs) I think that's mostly going to depend on your crazy ass schedule. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know,
2: with my mom and my sister moving in, I should have built-in babysitters.
1: That is awesome. Can I just say that I really, really hope that your mother realizes How appreciative she should be and proud mind you of her oldest daughter for not only managing an entire household but also having the resources and the strength to build a whole entire additional room just so her mom can move in and comfortably live it has not been an easy task guys but uh I
2: appreciate that, Mesa, so much. I mean, I definitely could not have done it alone without help of two very knowledgeable guys. But um, I will take credit for quite a bit because I have done the roof myself, the shingles. I've worked my ass off. I almost fell off the ladder. I screwed my finger with a you know an actual drill. Um, so much has happened, and so many negative things have, you know, been in the way or like little bumps in the road, but we're almost done. And I'm really proud of what it looks like now.
1: That's good. You should feel proud. Yeah, I can't wait for you to see it. (laughs) Yeah, next year, that should be a good time. (laughs) I know,
2: right? Next year.
1: Yeah, like at this point, 2020 is a loss, guys. 2020 is canceled. Yeah. Pretty much, and another cool thing that I I, I love that we did at the end zone, but because it was kind of like our home bar, like our home base, um, we managed to put together that charity event for Angel. We did, yes, yes. And did, I remember Angel. me, you, and Nadia got on karaoke and sang Katy Perry's "I Kissed a Girl." I kiss a girl. <laughs> And remember, like, the, the teleprompter went out, and I was the only one who knew the lyrics by heart, so I you sang alone. You
2: were. Me and Nani were like, oh, my God, I don't know this verse. And you were, like,
1: belting it out. <laughs> I had no problem. I was like, and I was also like, um, any day now that thing could – and it eventually started working again. But for yes. a minute there, I was like – Yes. Thank
2: God Misa knew. Okay, so – Speaking of karaoke, do you remember when I lived in the apartment and I got the um, the karaoke game on the Wii and mm-hmm. you and I would play karaoke and there's a song that I always think of you and it is Foo Fighters Monkey Wrench because that is a song that you sang on karaoke and I sang um, Love Hurts by Incubus. Love hurts
1: Do you remember? I don't remember that. Oh my god really? <laughs> no. I remember like obviously I remember your apartment. I remember the setup. I do remember the game and I I picture you sitting on the couch with the thing up to your mouth and you're staring at the screen but I don't actually remember ever playing that with you.
2: Yeah you played with me. You were sitting on the floor And you were like, uh, because there's that one part where it gets really fast, and you were like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck this part up," but you like nailed it. And it said, "Do you know which part I'm talking about?" And it was one last thing
1: before us.
2: That part, (laughs) yes, and it was perfect.
1: That's so funny. It's see, this is the thing I'm talking about. I was like, I knew you would remember things that I didn't because, yeah. I guess, I guess because of the content, like you retain certain things because they mean certain things to you. I guess. Yes, it's very true. Like with the way your memories
2: are actually locked in, it's what you associate it with, and things that are important to you. And so that would be like a karaoke moment, like I guess, like a really, a bonding moment because I do love karaoke, so. Yeah, I will. Cute. I I never have forgotten that. Yeah, Aww, and you were and cute. you were so adorable when you were like, oh, "I'm gonna fuck this part up," and I was like, "Whatever."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed going down memory lane. Yeah, man. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Lots more to be had though in the future.
2: Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean, I think we could literally just go back and forth for like hours talking about all these memories and things
1: thespian festival memories none none really stick out particularly but of course i remember like seeing you on the bus and i didn't know you were coming one year and then like even though we were we both had itineraries for a thespian festival like we still managed to like hang out in the lobbies and eat lunch we would eat lunch and dinner together
2: yes okay so thespian festival do you remember the song that nick and sean were obsessed with while we were there no, <laughs> it was My Humps by Black Eyed Peas, and oh God, no. they would go back and forth singing it. and Nick would, <laughs> we were such theater nerds, he would like totally act it out, and it was hilarious to me.
0: What you gonna do with all that junk, all that junk inside your trunk? I'm gonna get, 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 get you drunk, get you little drunk off my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump, my hump.
1: so yeah so then okay i don't remember well you spent more time with them than i did that weekend yeah yeah, Um, yeah. even then like i said earlier like i was still making an effort to come do things with you guys because even though you guys went to a different high school so at one point my entire theater troupe went down the street to the whataburger um and this was this was when like i'm pretty sure this was when thespian festival was in corpus yes and they all went to Whataburger. And I went with them, but I got my stuff to go. And I went back to the hotel and I went to y'all's room. And it was like me, you, Whitney, Ashley, Chiarelli. And like no boys were allowed in girl rooms. And so it was just us. And I have pic—I still have pictures from that night. And I was sitting there eating Whataburger with you when Whataburger was good food. And then like I remember Rissy showed up with someone else. And Rissy was like, hey, they're looking for you. And I was like, Ugh, okay, fine. They, I'm known for wandering off. Like to this day, I still wander off and don't tell people. So like they they didn't know where I was. And I was like, okay, well, let me go before they start blowing on my phone. So, I mean, we were all in the same hotel. It wasn't a big deal. Um, But I like there are things like that that I remember like just hanging out with you randomly at Best Game Festival and like when we would eat lunch in the cafeteria. Because we, we, during the hours of festival, they gave us food, which was cool for free. Yes. <laughs>
2: And I remember going to see y'all's one act play, um, Exonerated. That's right. Yes. And phenomenal. Um and I remember like cheering way too loudly because I was
1: so proud of you. I had the smallest role. Shut know, up. She was
2: amazing. She was amazing.
1: Dustin <laughs> Festival was always fucking fun. Always yeah. fucking fun. Um oh Another thing I have on the list is the origin of game night. Oh, yes. Which I'm not sure if you remember. What was the very first game night we had? Well, I don't know if you remember why it started.
2: Um, okay, so I don't remember why it started, but I remember the first one that happened was at the apartment, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I met Anisha.
1: No. It it wasn't? No. Okay, just kidding. I had just started dating someone and I was spending a lot of time with him and you were upset with me because you were like, you've been spending a lot of time with him. I never see you anymore. I never hear from you anymore. I haven't even met him yet. Like you and I were butting heads because I really was spending a lot of time with this new person. Okay. I
2: do remember that.
1: And so what what we decided to do and I was like, okay, well, yeah, like yeah, I do want you to meet him, like, you know, da-da-da-da. And then you were like, Okay, why don't you invite him over? We'll have a game night. And you made the fried raviolis. I did. And we had game night. Me, you, and the two other significant ones at the time.
2: Okay, you're right. And then it was another time when the person I mentioned.
1: And that guy she was dating, because she was your boss, remember? That was a different game night. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. And so then yeah, I got to the point where, like, it expanded. And it was, like, a big game night. You had, like, a lot of people over. It was at least 10. And it was mostly couples. But uh, I still kicked ass at Pass the Popcorn because oh God, fuck everybody else. We were basically, like... Saving our friendship,
2: <laughs> I remember that now, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. I was combining the two memories,
1: and for years, and every time you moved, we we continued game night, and like the people would change, but it was always like me and you always.
2: well, it always has been, yeah,
1: so <laughs> remember that time that we ordered like eight different Chinese entrees and then we just had a oh, style family dinner, like, yeah, nobody does that. <laughs>
2: yeah we did that um it was like we would either make like a massive amount of food um or we would order and we would just have like tons of people over and of course it like me said, that it's changed through over the years because you know friends come and go people separate marry different people yada 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 um and we still haven't had like a really fun game night the last time I think and I don't even know if that I would count that as a game night game night is when we had, like, King Fen over.
1: Yeah, no. that was not, more work-related. Really, yeah, that was business. But, but business. but, yeah, we definitely need to revive that as soon as we can.
2: Yeah, I would love that. I mean, I literally have a huge bookshelf full of games that are dying to be played with.
1: Love it. Yeah, and I'm ready to kick people's ass again at past Popcorn. I'm ready
2: bring it on. Actually, there is a game that I got for Angel for Father's Day that I think you would absolutely love. What is it? It is a Rolling Stones music game where you have a partner and you have to get the person to guess the song by either humming it, saying the lyrics, no singing, or getting them to figure out what song you're using
1: by saying one word. Oh, man, I'm ready. I'm ready. I want to try it. It is so much fun. I'm ready. It's so much fun. Oh, and by the way, I have have Simpsons Monopoly now.
2: Yes. Bring it over because Dagan is
1: now in love with Monopoly. So let's do it. Awesome. We will. Okay, cool um yeah um I only had a few more but when we went to I I think it was like I guess it was like James and his mom and her boyfriend had that apartment and then we had that pool day before senior year it was during summer yeah And and her boyfriend's name was Brian and he was out there with his guitar and he was singing
2: yes is that when Farhan got pushed into the pool
1: yes Okay, oh my yeah, 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 God! I felt so bad. He had his phone and his keys in his pockets, yeah, dude, that was crazy,
2: and yeah. his mom made us those um mind erasers.
1: that's right. I remember they were green, yes, mm, they my. were good, and they worked, <laughs> and they worked <laughs> they really did they did. <laughs>
2: um but yeah anyway i can't wait to like jam songs together when i get to see you
1: actually there my list is way more if you want me to go through it your honorable mentions of course mention some all right here we go the promise went in rome because one time you afshin nabila you all were at my house and i was playing one of my mix cds and as soon as this came on you were like i love you (laughs) (laughs) Um, somebody told me by The Killers because I remember the summer that this came out we weren't in school but you and I were like still talking on the phone at least and we hadn't talked in a while and then we were talking one day and you were like oh my god I heard this new song and it's something like a boyfriend who had a girlfriend and then I I just recited the chorus to you by memory and you were like yes that's the song and we again it was one of those we loved the same song at the same time and we didn't know it (laughs) yes I love it another one is Other Side by Red Hot Chili Peppers because when Kerr did the talent show and you were Village People with Ashley and Cassie yes um, and then after your performance you guys came into the crowd with me and we watched Jorge was on drums Mm-hmm. And Camille was the singer and they covered Other Side by Red Hot Chili Peppers. And we were all just like singing and jamming this fucking song and just like swaying in the crowd. Yeah. Yes. I totally remember that. So good. Um, Don't Stop Believin' by Journey reminds me of you, of course. I love it. Rio by Duran Duran.
0: <laughs> My cat.
1: <laughs> yes. Because you're a cat. Um. Fuel by Metallica, because mm-hmm. Metallica is one of the first things that we bonded over. Um, the Red by Chevelle, because yes. when, we did, when we did the news announcements, you were trying to decide between being Chevelle's number one fan or Good Charlotte's number one fan. And speaking of them, fucking, <laughs> of course, Bloody Valentine is on there. Yay. Oh, my gosh. That takes me back to our uh, ATV days. Oh. Yes, we were ATV. A together. Loved ATV. Um, the last song by the All-American Rejects. Yes. Because I remember on the last day of eighth grade, me, you, and David went over to April's house. And this was April and David were dating. And we just hung out at her pool for the rest of the afternoon. And she played this entire album, their entire album, mm-hmm. on her radio. And yeah. it was the first time I ever heard that song. And it sounded so final. And it was literally the last day of school. Yeah, Um, and I just knew everything was gonna change. So that kind of takes me back. Um, "Dirty Little Secret" by All American Rejects also reminds me of you because um, you were dating someone that you were trying to keep a secret at the time. Oh, that could be. Is that?
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't. There's so many.
1: Who was it? It was, it was one of the girls. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> addicted by Simple Plan, remind me of uh, me. Yes. Because you <laughs> used to sing it with such, like, grandeur, like, I'm a dick. I'm addicted to you. I had to emphasize it. It had to yes. be emphasized. Exactly. Um, I really couldn't – I feel like I don't know your favorite Michael Jackson song, but – I mean, any Michael Jackson song will just immediately be like, oh, Frankie would jam if she were here. Um, but I think the one of the songs that reminds me of you, that I think captures your spirit, and it makes me, it puts me in a good mood and makes me smile is Don't Stop Till You Get Enough. Yes. By Michael Jackson. Love it. Uh, Cherry Waves by Deftones. Why do you know me so well? <laughs> and of course, I had to include because we saw them at the Rodeo Revelry by Yay!
2: Oh, that was so fun! Oh, Misa and I got the best cinnamon roll. Do you remember?
1: Oh my god, it was so good! I went back for it the next year and shared it with yes. my mom.
2: Delicious! And Misa it was so good. heckled Misa heckled the crowd, which was hilarious.
1: <laughs> Wait! Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> I was just I love talking shit in like live crowd uh, like settings. It's just
2: fun. She was Pro bull that night, and she was not letting the Cowboys
1: have it, and it was hilarious. Oh my yes, I just, I, I, I think that it's when they do the bull riding thing. I just feel so bad for the bull. So I want those guys to get fucking impaled. I want to see some blood, and that's what yeah. I was screaming. I was like, that's I true. want blood. I can, and was not and there was none, guys. None. It was a it was a sad day. So, if you've been looking forward to the rodeo because you thought you were gonna see blood, I can tell you right now, there's not gonna be much. It ain't gonna happen. Not a list. So anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, anything else you want to cover before we wrap? There's so many other memories, but yeah, those are
2: like the main ones. I mean, ugh, gosh there's, there's just so many, there's so many, but I think that's a great soundtrack to my life. And I just think I'm honored to have so many memories with you. And even more so than we talked about tonight. I mean, enough to fill up our podcast, you know, to have so many episodes together, because we always bring up memories together anyways. So I just want to thank you for being my best friend through everything. And um, I'm just I'm really blessed to have you.
1: Oh, you're so sweet. I, you <laughs> I hope so, you enjoyed your birthday episode. You only get I, one a year. <laughs> I
2: did. I had a lot of fun. Um, it was <laughs> it was really fun to go down memory lane. And I'm I'm just super excited to, we're almost at our one year mark, guys. So my, my birthday is kind of like right before our one year. And I know Misa and I have so much planned and in store for where we want to take our podcast. And I'm just. I'm just so excited. Like, I never thought that we would be here. And it's just, it's a blast. I'm having so much fun.
1: Yeah, we have some really cool things um, kind of in mind for future days. So be on the lookout for exciting stuff. Uh, I think we can go ahead and say what we're going to do next. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, go ahead. So, guys, our one year will be on September 12th. And if you check out Soundtrack City on September 12th, you will find our latest collaborative effort on covering the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Let's do time again.
0: Let's do time
1: again. <sighs> Ah, shiver with antissa. so guys we're super excited for that it's one of my favorite musicals top three for sure it's definitely a film that she and i have bonded over since the moment we met so i i'm ready to delve in i can't wait to get into it it's gonna be a fun episode and it's gonna celebrate our one year as a podcast yes it's gonna be so much fun so much fun we hope you enjoyed our um memorabilia conversation or however you want.
0: Yeah,
1: I walked down Frankie Lane. Yes. Um, You learned a little bit more about about her and her life and what she's been through and some of the songs that define her best. Um, Yeah. Um, I think what I'll do is I'll start a separate playlist for these and whenever we do a, a whatever episode like this where we get a little more personal we can go ahead and add songs that we mentioned or talked about. Um, I'll go ahead and put King Finn on there because I mentioned them in the Q&A. So that's cool. Okay. Um, and so whenever we do episodes like this, we'll have a, a separate uh, Soundtrack City playlist that you guys can check out if you want to delve into that.
2: Awesome. That's amazing.
1: And you can check us out. Please don't
2: forget to follow the Instagram where we post you know, all of our updates and things that we're doing, you know, questions we have for you guys, um, you know, any movie requests or things that you want to tell us about, definitely do that on the Instagram or you can do it on the blog. Also, there's a place for comments and questions on there as well.
1: Yes, Instagram is Hey Soundtrack City. And the link to everything you need is in the Instagram bio, you'll find our blog, our playlists, and all the different podcast outlets you can listen to us on. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us and listening to us reminisce.
2: (laughs) Yes, it was so much fun. Thank you, guys. As always, we hope you have a great night, and thanks for listening. And wear your masks.